Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thank you for finding us on your favorite podcast app or at Dash Radio. Download the Dash Radio app for free. Search for nothing but net. You'll find us there every day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Also, check out my new show on OnsideRadio.com, where we do cover the heat, but also the other sports in town, which is something that we do also at FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell it out, F-I-V-E, ReasonsSports.com. That's where you'll find all the latest heat pieces from Brady Hawk, the latest on the Marlins from David Fernandez and others, the latest on the Dolphins from Josh Houts and others. Also check out the great sponsors in the five reasons sports network. This is one that can certainly help you. If you've got a new business or you just want to fund your business, it's called better pay. You can find it at btrpay.com. That's BTR pay.com. The phone number is 954-953-8895-954-953-8895. If you've had a business that's been there for at least six to 12 months, you're eligible for funding. All you need is a driver's license, a few other documents, and they can definitely evaluate you in as little as 24 to 48 hours. You can get approval. They'll run a soft credit poll, so it will not affect your credit score. You don't have to pay an application fee. There's no collateral required, and you can get anywhere from $5,000 to $500,000, money that you can use for new hire and payroll, moving and remodeling equipment and inventory, bills and utility, or marketing. So make sure you check it out, btrpay.com. That's btrpay.com. The phone number, again, is 954 953 Nine five, And if you mention five reasons on the phone when you call and you're approved, you'll get $100 in your loan that you do not need to pay back. That's right. Mention five reasons. Get approved. 100 bucks. You don't have to pay it back. 954-953-8895. And now, tonight's episode. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor. A daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander. Part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here's today's floor plan. We're just going to talk about the Heat's first round pick and everything that led up to it. The stream is still going. We will probably join Alphonse Sydney there. Um, I'm not sure if, if he'll still be there at that point or alive, but we're definitely going to check that out. But Alf is a happy man tonight because they drafted a guy whose name he wanted to say often. And that's, can you say it, Greg? I've got Greg Sylvander here and I've got Alex Toledo. Give us the name. Precious Achua. Isn't it? Is it Achua's or Achua? I'm not really sure. <laughs> I feel like we do this every year. Last year it was hero or I, hero, right? I'm, like, I, yeah. I'm going. I'm going with Pre- precious Achua, but I I could be wrong. But he's a big man out of Memphis, six nine with a seven two wingspan, energetic. Um, has a pre- potential to be a multi positional defender. Um, he was considered by a lot of scouts as a top ten prospect just based off his rim running and defensive potential, like being a switchable big alone. Offensively, he's kind of like a rip down rebound, go coast to coast kind of player. Still pretty raw. Um, the downsides with him is um, poor shooting touch. Um, he only shot 60% from the line, 26% on floaters, 30% on jumpers. So he's a little shaky from that area. But you talk about a hustle player, Miami Heat defense, Miami Heat um, attitude, grit, 
that is what they got with uh, Pre- Precious Achua. All right, and before we go on and evaluate him further, as we record this, now we don't know for sure, but we're going to turn this out pretty quickly. As we record this, Greg, we believe he is staying, right? For now. Yes, all, all indications are that they did not expect him to fall to 20 and that they, uh, from, from what I've been able to gather so far, and obviously the night is young, uh, they, it was a slam dunk pick for them and they felt like they, it, that they you know, had to keep him at 20 and some of the trade down scenarios didn't make as much sense. All right. Well, Alex, we knew coming to the draft that they, when we did those episodes on the bigs, the wings and the small guards, we knew that the likelihood was they were going to go big. Uh, we had talked a little bit about Vernon Carey Jr. He was there. They didn't take him. It seemed a little bit high for him, but we thought that, that all the interaction they had with him, that there was a strong possibility there. Um, but essentially, we also know that they were short on bigs in the postseason. Uh, they didn't have enough playable guys. We don't know if Myers Leonard is coming back. Kelly Olynyk opted in, but he's still a potential trade candidate, very likely trade candidate. Chris Silva kind of backslid a little bit after it looked like he would be a contributor to me. And again, I, I only saw this. I, I'll admit, I, like I said, I start watching in the tournament. I saw this kid play a couple times. I did not see him play a lot. Okay. But it seems to me based on reading the scouting reports and some of the stuff I've seen on YouTube since that this is, uh, a, a kid who, again, could slide into basically being a BAM backup and give you some of what you were hoping Silva could give you, and maybe they just don't think the upside on Silva is as high as it is for this kid. Yeah, I think that's definitely an indicator of that. I hadn't even really thought of it, but that's a really good point by you. And I'm with him there. That's why I trust this team because, like, man, I like Chris Silva, right? But I just don't think he 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 really has that potential of being a rotational guy. I mean, I'm, I would love for him to prove other, you know, prove me wrong. But I see the vision with with Precious, man. And I'm not going to act like I'm a draft guy who's always known so much about Precious, right? Like I had Jalen Smith above him on my, you know, list of bigs. But he obviously got taken very early. I want to say 10 or 11 by Phoenix. And after that, it was just kind of uh, whoever's your choice between Vernon Carey, between Precious, uh, between Zeke, uh, Najee, I want to say that's, that's how you pronounce his name, which got taken by Denver. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do see the vision when I watch Precious, man. Like what, what you guys said, as far as the defensive talent that he brings, it's just ridiculous. Like the guy has a crazy frame. He's extremely long, he's strong, extremely athletic. Like he can get out and run. He'll, he'll strip a guy and get out and run in transition. He's a freaking transition. He's going to be a role threat right out of the gate. He's going to be able to guard multiple positions right out of the gate. And obviously I don't think he's going to be playing much next season other than, you know, when guys get lost due to injuries and, and random games like that, I'm sure. You know, there's going to be like many maintenance plans going on next season for a team that's just coming out of the finals and has some older players and guys like Jimmy who really took on it, you know, just a, so much of a workload. So, you know, maybe they get some playing time, but I really do see the vision with him. Like, I think the ultimate question that will really optimize him is if he can develop that catch and shoot three. That's really all you want. Right. And I'm not saying that that's what he needs to be a rotation player. I think that's what he needs to be somebody who you can maybe look to to eventually play next to Bam. I don't think he has that potential right now um, unless, you know, Bam just comes out of the gate with a crazy jump shot that he didn't have uh, last year, ranging to the three. But Precious, like, between the rebounding, between the defensive versatility, I think you can play him at the five or the four on on defense. The fact that he can switch out to guards pretty comfortably. And the fact that he's a pretty smart player. Like, he, I think he has things he could work on with, with the turnovers. But he has a ball, like, he has a little bit of a ball handle as well. Uh, like I see the vision with him, man. I really do. Yeah. Well, and, um, and I, 
And I think a lot of it, again, comes down to what else they do in terms of playing time. But they needed bigs in the system. We, we, we've we discussed that. They they don't really have them. I mean, we they needed defense guys. Well, we don't know that. what Kyle, we don't know what Kyle Alexander is going to be. Um, you know, I, I think we met. It, it's hard to say Silva's maxed out when he started playing basketball so young. But it, the way he kind of backslid. And, and again, I don't think they're tied to either of the two veteran bigs that they had. They have no bigs. I mean, they, they're bringing Haslam back as one of their rota- not rotation as one of their roster guys, and he's not going to be in the rotation. So that's one big slot that's being taken. So they just need to add bigs to the system. I think that's a big part of it. I'm just getting into a little bit more background here. I mentioned this on the stream, and I'll investigate this a little, but I am curious. You know, there were two former Heat players. I mentioned this on the stream. There are two former Heat players on the Memphis staff. Uh, Mike Miller's no longer there, but M- Mike Miller and Penny Hardaway. And again, I wonder how much that played into it because the, the Heat don't like to go places to draft guys where they're not comfortable with the coaching staffs, where they're not comfortable with kind of the way their player has been developed. And so there must have been a comfort level there. This one also gets mentioned. Let's talk about some of the players who were there that were not picked, Greg. Let's get into some of this. Do you think the fact, because Maxie's a Kentucky guy, and we even saw Tyler Hero tweet, I'm feeling Kentucky right before the pick. Do you think the fact that Maxie's a clutch client in any way, because there are some on Twitter are speculating, do you think that played into them not looking more seriously at him? Uh, I don't think that they would necessarily go away from a prospect because of that, but I can tell you this, if there's some tiebreakers involved, that's a tiebreaker. Um, so uh, I personally think that that there probably has some uh, implications with being a clutch client and that relationship being strained. But I don't necessarily think if, if he, if Ty, if Maxi was that far up the board in comparison that they would have uh, pivoted because of that solely. Um, and back to what you mentioned about the connections and having people kind of on the ground on the Memphis camp that were connected to Miami. Uh, Steve Kyler from Basketball Insiders uh, reported that the Memphis Tigers had Precious watch a lot of Bam Adebayo film. They used him in a lot of the same offensive sets. So it's an excellent fit from that perspective. And it's amazing because one of the things we've talked about so much on the streams and the pods is that players were going to be compared to Bam during this draft. And it already happened a couple times, but the player who's most comparable to Bam (laughs) The heat took, (laughs) Uh, I mean, again, if you read uh, just the scouting report on him, uh, a a tremendously gifted physical specimen, that's Bam. Achua has good size at 6'9", Bam. With a chiseled 234-pound frame, Bam. 7'2 wingspan. And a 7'2 wingspan, Bam. To go along with elite agility, Bam. And explosiveness for his size, Bam. I mean, I was there for the press conference when they introduced Bam, and he kept comparing him to Sean Kemp. And a lot of the stuff that I'm reading out of Chua and some of the stuff I've seen, there's some I'm, I'm talking about skinny Sean Kemp. I'm not talking about balloon Sean Kemp in Cleveland. I'm talking about young Sean Kemp. There, there's some comparable stuff there. The other thing that, that comes across uh, in this scouting report, doing a bit of everything on the offensive end, bam. Achua made his best contributions applying his physical tools in transition, bam. And on the offensive glass, something that we've seen bam get better at, an excellent lob threat. Yeah, the the big difference, the big difference, though, is the playmaking. Um, 
Uh, you know, obviously the the shooting touch, I think Bam has that from, you know, at particularly the free throw line, you can see that he has that form. But um, one of the things, one of the knocks on him coming out of Memphis was that he's a bit turnover prone, didn't, didn't necessarily read defense as well, um, and forced passes, pick and roll. He needs to kind of master the short roll passes. And that's the kind of stuff that Bam flourishes with. So there are some differences, but you're absolutely right in that when you're talking about like the, the prototypical um kind of things that transcend the X's and O's. That's a lot of the stuff that, that is coming with, uh, with the new big man in Miami. And the one other thing, and Alice, I want to get to you after the break. Uh, the one other thing is he was supposed to play with Wiseman. He was not supposed to be the anchor of that team. And of course things didn't go so well with Wiseman and he ended up having to anchor what was one of the better defenses in college basketball, as long as it went. And so, you know, again, he was supposed to play with another elite big, with Miami, if he stays in Miami, we're anticipating he will. If he gets a chance to play, we'll see. Uh, he would be playing with another elite big. So it's something uh, that he was brought in to do the last time, and he'd have an opportunity to do now. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the guys that were there and maybe why Miami didn't go for some of them uh, when we come back. Before we do, though, do you need a realtor who will treat you as a valued client and not just another commission? Let me recommend you consult Eric Brown at 5reasonsrealtor.com. Spell it out, F-I-V-E, reasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor of the five reasons sports network eric is a real estate professional with several years of experience representing celebrities executives and professional athletes as well as first-time home buyers with a wharton school business education he's uniquely qualified at identifying property value and negotiating on your behalf and providing an unmatched level of service so if you're considering selling or buying a home in south florida or you just want to know what your property is worth in a strong real estate market contact eric that's 305-967-9089 305-967-9089 or go to fivereasonsrealtor.com. If he can't help you, he'll recommend someone who can. Find out what his specialized professional business approach can do for you today. Again, it's Eric Brown at fivereasonsrealtor.com, the official realtor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. Tell him that we sent you. All right, Greg, you got one more news item here before we move on to some of the other guys that they could have taken? Yeah, just to reinforce why I believe that they intend on keeping um, this pick is that they went into the day uh, having conversations with New York about trading back to 27 with 27 and 38, two picks that New York owned. And ultimately, New York uh, sent that package elsewhere uh, for the 25th pick. And then um, Minnesota, New York essentially um, traded again with Minnesota uh, and consolidated for 25 and 33. So it essentially happened twice right around the range where Miami was going to be picking. Um, and Miami didn't take either of those offers for 20. So they were locked in on the guy that they got. All right. So let, we're going to get to some veteran stuff in another pod. Uh, Alex, was there anybody else there that you liked better? I know we were talking about Bay on our, on our stream. Do you think if, if Bay makes it to 20, they take him? Sadiq Bay? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if they take him, but I think definitely worth taking. Like, I think that's one of those guys that definitely slides down and you'll be happy to get there. I loved him. He was one of my favorite prospects. Uh, we went over him on the, you know, the Wings podcast that went up earlier today. And he was one of my favorites. I was saying earlier in the live stream, I don't think it was, I think you were off at that point that uh, I was not high on the Patrick Williams pick at four and that I thought Sadiq Bey was almost every bit as talented and as good a prospect, maybe even better than Patrick Williams and he got taken what 18 or something like that 19 
And uh, yeah, so I really liked him. I, you know, obviously I would have been happy with Maxi, but again, I trust this pick. I, I trust this team and uh, I see the vision. I really do see the vision with, with Precious. And there, there's a lot of other guys I think were interesting that were available there. You know, Theo Maladon, I think, was expected to go a little bit higher. He was a guard who had, uh, I think, a lot of skill. And then uh, a guy who could be a two-way player, too. You talk about Jaden McDaniels, Desmond Bain, who – between Desmond Bain and Tyrese Maxey, I haven't even checked Twitter. I already know he fans are complaining that between those two guys – uh, you know, they're, they're, some of them are upset for sure. Maybe but Alex, Alex, I don't really think, I think that's the one difference tonight. I think this is the big difference from this last year. And it's, it's longer than a year now, because obviously we're already in November, but I think this is the difference between like 16 months ago and now, like the trust because... level. Well, the trust level with the heat organization is so much higher than it was then. So I mean, true. Right. I, no I doubt, mean, no if, doubt. If, if you go into that draft, right. Like that was pre Jimmy, Right. Right. Am I correct? It was pre the, the white side trade. I mean, they were still sitting on it's all these bad all assets. Yeah, right. It was pre right. I mean, they hadn't done any of it. And so yeah. I, I just I think that the sense I got from Heat fans, I've never they're panicked about free agency and trades. But like the draft, they were like, OK, whatever. Whoever Pat picks were OK with it. And that was not the case a year and four months ago. It was not the case oh. at all. Right? I mean, e even in Riley's entire history here, draft picks have been such an afterthought that the draft was always either you were just kind of disconnected from it to some degree um, or, you know, the picks just never materialized because you weren't utilizing them necessarily. So um, it, it, it is a totally different vibe in that I think that there's other players that maybe fans uh, had their eyes on because, you know, you, you don't necessarily fall in love with big men in this day and age. You're looking at shooters and guards and quick players and explosive stuff like that. Um, so I feel like, but then ultimately when, when he, and when heat fans come back to center, they trust the organization after the out of bio pick, Josh Richardson, Tyler hero, you know, mining gems like Duncan Robinson. So it is a totally different vibe there. And uh, just as funny as it was for me to mispronounce, uh, um, uh, precious's name going into this, Andre Iguodala just tweeted, your, your name is P <laughs> period. Wow. <laughs> That's all he's going to get. All right. I got one more question for you guys. Um, I, well, I'm going to read something that Barry Jackson uh, just tweeted a few minutes ago. Uh, before we do one more sponsor of this episode, I want to tell you about them. They're based in North Miami. That's you break wheel fix a wheel repair and refinishing company with 15 years of experience. If you need to fix your bent or crack wheels that are damaged, on these beloved streets of South Florida, they got fast turnaround times on most repairs. They even offer the loaner wheels while they fix or refinish your wheels so you can keep your car on the road without interruption. Are your wheels faded or peeling? You Brake Wheel Fix offers complete refinishing back to factory standards. Or if you're just bored with the look of them, they offer 5,000 different finishes to customize the look of your wheels. They do the vice colors as well. They offer a full line of custom wheels and tires for every vehicle application in-house repair and complete vehicle customization. So call you break wheel fix today at 305-748-0112, 305-748-0112, or go to you break wheel Again, that's you break wheel W H E E L fix.com or check them out. I recommend Instagram is the best place to see everything that they do. Mention five reasons you get 15% off anything repairs refinishes they raised it from 10 percent. so make sure you call mark down there again 305-748-0112 all right guys i want to read this 
It's from our friend Barry Jackson. That you can follow him, of course, at FLA uh, Sports Buzz. There are 12 of them. ESPN's Fran Fraschilla told me recently about Precious. If he falls to 20, it's a steal. He has Miami Heat written all over him. He wants to be Kawhi. He would love to show everyone he can shoot it from outside. He may be able to do that eventually. High-level NBA athlete. You've got Bam. You've got this kid. You've got Casey Akpala. They compare <laughs> Precious to Kawhi? You kind of Kawhi, he mentioned. They're Kawhi. saying he wants to be like that kind of like you know what they Kevin O'Connor compared him to James Johnson, and when you talk about that two-way versatility, that's mm-hmm. kind of leaning in that direction. I know that that's not necessarily Kawhi and JJ, but you know what I mean, like being able to have a, a bunch of different skills and multi-positional defense. High level, you can see what they're going for: combination of high-level athleticism and shooting. So uh, on one hand, you've got, you know, Bam, KZ, Precious Achua. On the other hand, you've got Duncan, you've got Tyler. We'll see what happens with none. Um, but you've got high-level shooting. And then, of course, you have Jimmy to kind of make the whole thing work. You can see where they're headed. One more question on this, though. Does this make Derek Jones even more expendable? Because yep. you've just added another athlete. You had Derek playing kind of small ball four, right? I think you're forgetting the biggest part of this is another non-shooter. You cannot have like, and, right. I, and, and I'm not saying this as in to, uh, you know, to doubt the pick. I'm saying this to to go along with your point that Derek just became even more expendable. I just, I just think it's kind of at this point, all the signs are pointing to him and Myers walking. But uh, the thing with, with Precious is like, you're, if you're going to play another non-shooter like that, that just makes Derek even more expendable because there you, you can only play so many non-shooters at a time. And again, I don't know how much he's going to play next season. I've said that over and over. I'm sure people are tired of hearing that just as they're tired of hearing my voice. Uh, but at the end of the day, another thing that, that I say a lot, like I think this guy just has a lot more talent, a lot more upside. And he, he I think, would actually help them more next season than Derek. And I'm not trying to, you know, buy in on the hype train too much. You know, you, you guys know I've defended Derek for a while on here. But I see, like, Precious could come in and be a rim protector off the bench right away mm-hmm. if they wanted mm-hmm. to do that. Like, right away. He, <laughs> I think you could play him next to Kelly if you want to. Like, I don't think that would be a terrible idea. But uh, it, obviously, I think you would have to push somebody else out of the rotation. Maybe Andre just wants to, you know, take half the season off. I'm good with it. Then <laughs> get KZ and Precious some some uh, playing time while Andre uh, – rehabs and just runs the same thing he did for the past couple of years. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even mention Jay Andre and, and Dragic uh, who don't fit into either of those categories, but obviously they're going to be part of the rotation also uh, when Jay and Dragic resign, which is something we, we got to mention all day long. Sorry. Uh, we got to mention also that uh, we, we all kind of expect them to when free agency kicks off on Friday and sometime this weekend to land a, a veteran big man. So we got to talk about how, uh, how that, uh, kind of matches up with the rotation and with Precious, I think, as well. Because if if they get, you know, one of these veteran bigs that we've been talking about, I, I think uh, it just makes it a lot harder for Precious to play. But I'm good with it regardless. I, I think it makes a lot of sense for him and and uh, and KZ to really get some playing time over there in Sioux Falls. And he's actually somebody who can help them play and win right away if they really wanted to play him. So it's kind of... I see it both ways. He's a prospect, but he's also someone who could help them. Yeah, I think that the whole idea here again was add to the bigs that they have because they don't have enough of them. Add a player who's in the BAM mold so that if you're missing BAM for any period of time or even to give him a 10-minute, 15-minute breather, you have someone to go with it. 
He's obviously not going to be the ball handler and the shooter that Olenek is right away. So maybe you're right. If Kelly's back, maybe he can play with Kelly. But they are going to get another big. They're going to get another big. Uh, it's probably going to push this kid further back to the bench. But I'll say this as we close. Last year, we had David Thorpe on a pod, okay? And he said rookies don't contribute in their first year, and they don't contribute in the playoffs. We were talking about Tyler Hero. And Tyler Hero played more fourth quarter minutes than anybody else, okay? And and scored 30, whatever, 37 against uh, against Boston. So I, if the Heat identify a guy, particularly a guy who slips, who has played at a major program, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt on this in a way that I might not have a few years ago. So we'll have more podcasts about the veterans. I want to get this one up. We're going back to the stream. I want to see if Alf is alive and if he's learned how to pronounce this guy's name yet. Follow our sponsors or, or support our sponsors, btrpay.com, ubreakwheelfix.com, and, of course, fivereasonsrealtor.com. Back soon. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network.